The following contest is scheduled for one fall. One That music you just heard, it's available on iTunes. Catch it over at iTunes, 20x20crew.com slash podcast slash iTunes. Welcome to the show. This following contest is a YouTube exclusive. Again, we are the 20 by 20 crew. I am here with Matt and I am Joe. There has been this open-ended argument slash rumor if you will where because of this whole e3 appearance between kenny omega the young bucks and the new day going against each other in a video game tournament there's been increased talk about what would happen if guys from new japan take on the guys from the wwe and to add to the to the conversation and the commentary triple h has come out and said officially that he would be open to such an opportunity and that is the subject of this particular edition of the following contest matt how you doing doing good you ready to you ready to fantasy book some new japan pro wrestling versus the wwe this is this is bittersweet for me but yeah let's talk some potentially good matches that we could have all right you mentioned before we started recording you mentioned an obvious one yeah there's an obvious one tell me what the obvious one tell them what the obvious i think one you is. know where i'm going with this i gotta start i gotta, I gotta start by building it up because that's what wwe would do I, I, I picked this match as the obvious one because it's the one that WWE, WWE could build up in packages. You know, they're, they're good at video packages. That's what they're really good at. That's what they do. Yeah, they're really good at making video packages. They are so good at that. I cannot stress enough how good they are. At video- <laughs> I'll, I'll shut up. Because <laughs> that's about all that they're good at these, these days. But the one match that sells itself... You can video package it and all that good stuff. It is the match that really had this particular wrestler not have left, we would have saw. We would have saw New Japan. We would have saw many times. Now we'll probably see for a title, or, or at least if it was in New Japan. So you have AJ Styles in a WWE ring now. But before before he was in the WWE ring, he was in a New Japan Pro Wrestling ring, and he was the leader of this group called the Bullet Club. You might have heard us talk about it on our podcast, <laughs> 20 by 20 Crew. If you haven't, you can check us out on YouTube or visit our website, 20x20crew.com. One of the things that we talked about was on our Bullet Club episode was the way that AJ Styles was kicked out of the Bullet Club and the guy that did it. The guy that we thought, I don't, I, I know for sure I thought, was why? What, 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 why him? Why him? Yeah, what makes him so special? What makes him so special <laughs> to be the guy? All these years later, we could have an opportunity to get the match that really sells itself without a storyline. But this one particularly has a storyline. You got AJ Styles, formerly of the Bullet Club, versus let's let let's not call it anything. He is the current 
leader of the Bullet Club. I'm sorry, Cody fans, but he is. He is. <laughs> and also member of the Golden Elite, the current IWGP Heavyweight Champion as of this recording, AJ Styles versus Kenny Omega. The real Omega Man. The real Omega Man. <laughs> as WWE calls him. <clears throat> That's the match that sells itself. On so many levels. Absolutely, but man, I'll tell you right off the bat, what they've done to AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura, that's exactly what would probably happen to AJ Styles and Kenny Omega. I want to I wanna declare some rules for this special edition because this is a WWE versus New Japan show. So if you're going to do this, New Japan, if you're going to do a show like this, which with this old new owner guy, I forget his name now, I could see I could see him trying to do something like this. Why not? Why not go for the home run? Fine. If you're going to do this though, do not bullshit anybody and give us these half-ass commercialized fucking matches. WWE for one night only, step your fucking game up because you got one of the best wrestling promotions in your house. It's a WWE term right there. <laughs> So treat them well, you know. So I guess th- those are my rules for for this fantasy booking for for because it's a one one time only. This isn't New Japan signing with WWE. That's not what's what's happening here. It's a one off show. When the show's over, both companies go their separate ways. I think here you have to have we're gonna have to fantasy book the fact that it's it'll be a legit match that they're able to do at least twenty five minutes worth of what they're able. So what, so what you're telling me is you want it to happen in an NXT ring, right? Because that's the only yeah. way that's going to happen. Or they go to Japan and do a uh, New yeah. Japan show. Yeah, I don't, I don't see But you know that Vince happen. McMahon won't no, let that happen. I don't see that happening. He won't allow people to go to Madison Square Garden. <laughs> I digress. <laughs> I, I agree with you on this one. It, it does sell itself. I really do think it's it, if it's going to happen your way, NXT ring for sure. Yeah. There's no other way. There's no other way. Those guys... The performers that they have in NXT are putting on shows that are close to the caliber of New Japan. As close as WWE will let them get. They're the best thing going for that company right now. Absolutely, without so. a doubt. Go back to our very first match. AJ versus Kenny. <laughs> Again, that match sells itself. It's it's going to be one of those matches where it's going to be tit for tat the, the entire time. AJ's going to have tons of knees to the face. Kenny's going to have a lot of different things to the face, kicks and (laughs) forearms and everything. It's going to be a tremendous match. You're going to see the Styles Clash. You're going to see the one-winged angel. You're going to have just a hard-hitting match. Who do you think wins this Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega. You didn't even think about it. Nope, I did not. That, That man... He is he has continued to elevate his own performance and elevate the people the other the other participants in in the matches that he takes place in. I've never it's been I don't want to say never it's been a, a very long time since I've seen someone do that in that manner a long time and don't get me wrong I love AJ Styles I, I know loved, you do I loved AJ Styles. Uh, while he was in New Japan, I still don't think he is capable of hanging with Kenny Omega right now. He's, he's just not. Kenny Omega, ladies and gentlemen, is you're going to hear us talk about it all the time. My wife makes fun of me all the time. But she watched that part of that Dominion match, as I was telling you earlier, before we started watching uh, recording. I, I, real quick here, I, I got to say, she's like, I'm going to keep making fun of you about it. <laughs> but I get it. I totally get it. This, the, this, this type of, of wrestling... 
is one of those this type of wrestler I should say is one of those once in a generation type guys. If you're not on board with Kenny Omega right now, you need to get on board because it's 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 like watching Michael Jordan in the nineties and not paying attention and now that he's retired it's like, man, I wish I would have watched. Yes, him. absolutely. Absolutely. So Kenny Omega wins this match for me too. And I, I'm the same at the same level as you. I love AJ Styles. One of my all time favorites. One of the guys that I continue to watch during times of wrestling wasn't so fun to watch anymore, but he was one of those guys. Still doesn't hold anything to, to Kenny Omega right now. Right now, in this exactly. day and age. Uh, and if they're smart, they, they make sure, both companies make sure that Kenny Omega wins that match and, and what should be a, a hell of a match, a, a fantasy match of any, really any, any wrestling fan should want to see this match. That's your main event, in my opinion. What I'm do not- you guys think? What's next? What's next on the card? The next match that I that I got, actually, I was I was thinking about it. I was watching him do his entrance. We we're all currently watching Money in the Bank 2018. I'm half-assed watching it as I usually do. But <laughs> one of my personal favorites, I know he's one of yours too, I was made his entrance, uh, and that being Samoa Joe. I'm, I'm already on board. So there's there's a laundry list of guys. Yeah, of there's course. A, there's a laundry list of guys, and this might not even be the guy that you would pick. But the guy that I I thought of initially, there was two, and I one guy I already had booked. So he's a, he'd be a close second if we go this route. But Samoa Joe versus one of the hardest hitting guys in the business today, not just in New Japan, but in the business today. Talking about the boss himself, Minoru Suzuki. Oh Jesus! I just got chills. Yes, I'm. I'm on, dude. Shut up and take my money right now. <laughs> That's holy shit. That that would be a definite on my my fantasy card for this NJPW versus WWE. You can't you can't not have this match. If you if you out and outright don't put this match on this fucking card when they do this, you're <laughs> you're doing it wrong. You're so doing it wrong. Again, you're talking about the physicality that both guys execute in their matches and are willing to take too. These guys are stamina. They have so much fucking stamina between the two of them. They hit hard. They wrestle hard. Oh my god, this would this would be fucking great to There's watch. There's no to take something away from from uh, from Penta here. Zero fear. Yeah. From, from either one of these guys there's there's absolutely no fear it's gonna be one of the most hard-hitting matches that you'll see all night probably the hardest hitting match everybody in ringside i mean all those young boys are gonna they're gonna get beat up by both those guys yeah i I think that's a definite between suzuki and then there there would just they would just be they would continue to be collateral damage in within the match. I mean, Joe, Joe, I could see Joe getting pissed off, frustrated. Yeah, and yeah, the, no one would be safe. So if Samoa Joe, I think it's safe to say, if, if he was signed for New Japan, he would probably have this match, and then immediately afterwards, probably be joining Suzuki Goon. Because he's the perfect candidate. <laughs> he's the perfect candidate it, yeah. to, be, to be a Suzuki. They would fight each other, and it would it would end in like a bout of respect. And they'd be like, "Yeah, you should just join us." Okay, I'm joining. Yeah, <laughs> I could see that definitely. Next up on on my my fantasy uh, matchup here, Kevin Owens, who is also in this match right now. Kevin Owens, who is such a such an underutilized talent. 
again, you and I have been watching him since he was wrestling as Kevin Steen and Ring of Honor and other promotions and just the type of physicality that he's able to take. This is one of those matches that I've said to you that might have actually happened before, but you said go ahead and do it anyways. Do so it anyway. I'm doing it anyways. I would like to see Kevin Owens go go one-on-one with the current, uh, as of this recording, never openweight champion, Michael Elgin. Oh, nice. And uh, just a battle of, of big guys who are so great at technical wrestling, hard-hitting, and with a, a, a lot of high-flying as far as big men go. I, th- <laughs> I think Elgin edges this one out, man. I hate to sound like I'm sitting on the WWE, but... I think he uh, he would he would win this match because he's he's in better shape. He's in better oh, shape. Oh, he's in tremendous and, shape. Yeah. Oh my God. He. I'm gonna sound really uh, gay here. That's fine. But <laughs> he uh, Dominion. He he would fl- like he took off his robe before he put on. His, I don't even remember if he wore a singlet, but yeah, he had a singlet, singlet on. Yeah. But he was it was down. Yeah. And he was just shred. He was cut. Yeah. I was like, "Fuck!" Well, I, I had that time away with all that personal issues, and maybe injuries sprinkle in. Man, he was he it was did, working, yeah, he was working out, man. Did him wonders, man. He looks good. He looks really good, and yeah, the level of matches he's having now are just unbelievable. He's always been a phenomenal talent, but the 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 level of of competitiveness that he has now, especially in the matches he had with uh, Taichi and Hiroki Goto, oh my god, it was tremendous. Kevin Owens. I think would really benefit from a match with Michael Elgin. If this is one of those things where we are doing one and done and moving on, it's one of those things to, to help re-legitimize the type of talent that Kevin Owens is because he's great on the microphone. There's no doubt about that. He's a great character. But more importantly, Kevin Owens, somewhere down the line, used to be a great wrestler. <laughs> and he would really benefit from a match against Michael Elgin. I agree. I think Elgin edges his match, or at least he should. But I, I think Kevin Owens still walks away as a winner because of the, the level of competitiveness that he's going to have with Elgin, or he should have. I don't know. I, I don't see Owens winning. I, I do see Owens getting like a fire lit under his ass yeah and, absolutely and getting motivated for that absolutely for sure. uh, another one i got here I, I think you're gonna have a problem with this one but that's okay i'm gonna say it anyway so i'm gonna go with one of the biggest names in new japan history hiroshi tanahashi guy that carried the company on his back for, for many years against a guy that you and i feel has all the potential in the world but just isn't living up to it and i think a match with tanahashi is exactly what he needs to go that extra mile. My, this match here is Hiroshi Tanahashi one-on-one against Finn Balor. Oh, wow. I don't know if this happened already. In I don't know if it happened either. I don't think it did because Finn Balor was a junior heavyweight. It was a junior heavyweight. That's the only, yeah, that's the only thing that sticks out in my mind. Again, yeah. It's See, you get into this, this fantasy booking with this particular setup, NJPW versus WWE. And you clearly have guys on the WWE roster that were either in New Japan mm-hmm. or somewhere else, and they came to the company, and of course they've been watered down intentionally because that's what they do. I understand that. I get that. You should get that too. If you don't agree with me, that's fact, okay? That's not my opinion. That's fact. That's what they do. With all that said, you, you have to take into consideration, like, there's still a lot of guys that wrestle for the WWE. And I say this about Finn Balor, especially, that 
are capable of so much more, and we've seen it in other places. Yes. He just doesn't get to do it. So for this one, it would be really fucking interesting. One, because, you know, both you and I are pretty sure it didn't happen because they were in different weight classes. Weight classes. Yeah. And two... He has prior New Japan experience, so it it would be very, very interesting to see these two guys go head-to-head, and man, for this one, I don't even want this one to happen in NXT. I, I want it to be in the New Japan ring. If I'm going to watch this, this is like uh, eating fucking top-of-the-line steak. I want it done the right way, man. Right. Let me have it my way. You know, when I when I, when I I tried to book Finn Balor in this, in this uh, show, you know, obviously... The, 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 the first thing that popped in my head was Bullet Club. Something Bullet Club. And even though he was the first leader of the Bullet Club, I, I chose Tanahashi because, again, it's it's the guy... Tanahashi's at that point in his career where he's he's what you want out of a, a true veteran. He's willing to go the extra mile, whether he's winning or losing, to help get talent over, especially younger talent. And he would do that for Finn Balor. And he would do that for Finn yep. Balor. Easily, easily do that. He would put on a, a, a great match, and he would push Finn Balor to to the limits that he hasn't been tested in quite some time. So that's the reason why I chose Tanahashi, because he it's one of those teacher-student moments. I, I think overall they would have a, a spectacular match, again, if they're allowed to do... What we both know they're capable of. We see it with Tanahashi all the time, but what we've been craving for with Finn Balor for for years. For now, years now, Jesus. I don't want to hate the guy, and no. I, I don't hate the guy. No, I, but I want to be a fan. I want to say when Finn Balor comes out, I want to get antsy again and say, oh, oh my God, this guy's legit. You know, when he first came to to NXT, you know, I knew who he was. I I knew, I knew you know you got a Bullet Club guy, you got a New Japan guy. I know what he did over there. I I miss that guy because he's he, <laughs> yeah, me too. I don't. I guess they didn't sign that guy. So so they're they're obvious. They're going to be obvious to WWE fans for sure. Okay. And I, I definitely want your opinion. One is what these these six guys have been teasing for quite some time. It would be the New Day versus the Elite, the original Elite. Yes. I think that's a no-brainer. I think they do it. Hopefully, if if this is we're fantasy booking, I would love to see it in an NXT ring. If not a New Japan ring, that would that would be something I would actually watch. So they're they're obvious. They're going to be obvious to WWE fans for sure. Okay. And I I definitely want your opinion. One is what these these six guys have been teasing for quite some time. It would be the New Day versus the Elite, the original Elite. Yes. I think that's a no-brainer. I think they do it. Hopefully, if if this is we're fantasy booking. I would love to see it in an NXT ring, if not a New Japan ring. That would that would be something I would actually watch. The the Elite versus the New Day. That's that's obviously a, an obvious one that people would go for, and and I'm on board. My issue with that match, I don't know if the New Day can hang with the Elite. I just don't think I just don't see them being able to to hang. As far as the gimmick and all that stuff, of course. But as it gets down to it, let, let, let's look at how it's been how it's been put together. It's always been Xavier versus Kenny. Well, that's not a fair match. Xavier <laughs> Woods is is an all right wrestler, but he ain't no Kenny Omega. Well, you got to remember, you got to look at it this way too. I agree with you. I don't think they could hang with the elite, and here's the reason why: because you have in the elite, you have three guys who have been all over the damn place in terms of 
independent promotions. Yes. That is not necessarily the case with the guys in the New Day. Kofi Kingston, although he did some indie stuff, has been with the WWE for ages. Xavier Woods... Ten years now. Yes. Xavier Woods, I'm not sure. He was in TNA for a while. But that's about. I don't count it. that. That's fuck. That was horse shit wrestling anyway. Yeah. So yeah, fair enough. And then Big E, same thing. Like I'm not. I'm not familiar with where he came from, but he's been with the WWE for quite some time. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying they're they're incapable of putting on a decent match, but I gotta. See, I, I see the elite winning this one. Oh yeah, I, I think I think for sure. I, I think if you have the elite losing to the New Day, it'd be a travesty, an absolute <laughs> travesty. Yeah, Kofi Kingston out of out of the out of the three members of the New Day, I think have has always been the standout. You know, Biggie is has improved. Xavier Woods, I don't know what it is about him. I know there's times where he's been impressive. He's more of a, of comic relief out of out of all three of them. Really, it's a shame too because it seems like he has all this potential. Yeah. I mean, you're absolutely right, especially matches against the Usos. Mm-hmm. You see him really push his own envelope, elevate his, his performance. Right. Uh, the other one, again, to me and most WWE fans, no-brainer. It would have to be Bullet Club versus Bullet Club. And you could you could book it any way you want, but you would have Finn Balor, Carl Anderson, Luke Gallows. AJ Styles. AJ Styles against... Uh, no, we'll take AJ out because I, 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 if they're going to do this, it would definitely be AJ versus Kenny. So Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson, Finn Balor versus three of the non-elite Bullet Club members that we have now. Any three. I don't give a shit. Non-elite. Non-elite. So we're talking about Paige, Skrull. Cody. Sure, you could throw Cody in there. I, you think I Cody would do this show? I don't know. I know, I know Cody <laughs> wouldn't do this show. <laughs> you know, even the Tokyo Pimp. Uh, I, I think if you're going to do this match, I think you should have uh, at least one of the uh, BCOGs. Probably Tamatonga for sure. No. No? No. Why not? Because they would have their own match against some other tag team. Okay, that's fair. Uh, you gotta give me a match before you tell me no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking they're still they're still on book. So I say I say Skrull, Page, Chase Owens. Okay. Okay. That'll be my three against Anderson, Gallows, and Finn Balor. I think that'd be a really interesting take on Bullet Club versus Bullet Club or Bullet Club versus the Club, however you wanna refer to it as. So you got you got you got Marty, Adam Page, and, and Chase Owens. So you got at least two guys that were not Bullet Club when Anderson Gallows Correct. and Balor left. I don't I think Chase Owens Chase Owens was definitely part of the group. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that works. Yeah. You got a little bit of you got the original, if you will, versus what Bullet Club is today. Yeah, that totally works. What you got? You know what? As, as painful as this is for me to say, I'm gonna give this one to the the club the version club. in Finn Balor, Luke Gallows, and Carl Anderson. Especially if they get to do their what they do in an NXT ring at the very least, if not a New Japan ring. So, yeah, that would be my pick for that. Yeah, I, I can see that. Yeah, again, if if it's one of those things where if we get to see the machine gun again, yes, you know that's that right there. I I'm I'm not upset at all if they win. You know, <laughs> yeah, that that right there can go either way for me. So long as we get the high quality Bullet Club style match that we so much 
would be craving for. I'm, I'm all about that. Speaking of the Usos, this this one was also a no-brainer to me. Yeah, I mentioned you. Enough. You have you have the Usos come out and they are you know doing their day one ish and the whole nine and talking one all that. Sh- yeah, <laughs> <laughs> talking all this smack. Me personally, this is where the Gorillas of Destiny. Uh, you come booked in. them. I booked them. You booked Tamatanga. So yeah, aren't it, they related somehow? They are related, they are related yeah. and. and they're all anyway. I, I know, yeah, I know it's a very gimmicky match. That's fine. That's totally fine. That's a great match. Though. I want to see that match. Shit. I want to see that match. You know, you and I have been so back and forth on the Usos, basically their entire career. One thing that I've I've never been able to say is the Usos are a terrible tag team. I can say that I didn't care for them at certain points, but they've always delivered. And it seems since they've they've done this whole. Uh, you know, day one-ish stuff. I hate the gimmick. I absolutely hate the gimmick. But the level of matches has just, has just crazy skyrocketed. Obviously, G.O.D., one of the, one of my favorite tag teams in the world today. Absolutely. You know, pretty much it goes Briscoes, Bucks, G.O.D. for me. Uh, yeah, sorry, guys. I, I never turned my back on the Briscoes. <laughs> They're still the number one tag team to me. But, yeah, man, that right there is, is I don't even care who wins. I really don't. It's going to be a phenomenal match. I, th- I think whether they're used to each other or not, I think they're going to have really good chemistry in that ring. All four of those guys, especially with Tama Tung in that ring. Tama Tung is, again, one of those underrated guys to where people don't give him the credit of being a great ring general that he is. To clarify, when I say Gorilla's Destiny, I mean Tamatonga and Tangaloa. Yeah, yeah I, that's not, what I thought. I okay. didn't, I didn't, I didn't think about Hikaleo at all. Yeah, no, he's I'm, too green. He's too green. You know, he's he's got a lot of potential. He's a big dude, but he's got a lot of got a lot of work to do. Plus, he's you know he him dealing with his injury hasn't helped with his uh, pr- progress in wrestling. But yeah, absolutely, that right there sells itself. I don't care how cliche it is. Oh, throw the Samoans in a match together. Whatever. That's gonna be a great match. <laughs> this one this one is for like for pure personal pleasure. Because I know once he steps in the ring with my opponent, he's gonna get his ass handed to him Uh-oh. and Uh-oh. and be taught a lesson. I am talking about Braun Strowman Ooh. versus Bad Luck Fale. Oh shit. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> He's got that face you just want to punch, as Bad Luck Fale would say. Yes. I, I can't wait. I can't wait for Bad Luck Fale to take to take uh, Braun Strowman to task. And, tell, he, and he would. Oh, my God. He would beat the shit out of Braun so, Strowman. So tell these WWE marks a little bit about Bad Luck Fale. Bad Luck Fale, originally from New Zealand, and that's how he is a, a gaijin, meaning non-Japanese wrestler. So he is. He was eligible for the original Bullet Club. He is. Yeah, he's got to be as tall as Braun Strowman. I yeah. would say they're about the same height. He's put on weight over the years, and at this point, I, I if as long as we're fantasy booking, I still I, I could give two shits whether he's heavy bad luck folly or in shape bad luck folly. Either way, he's beating the shit out of Braun Strowman. Simple as that. He just he gets in that ring. He is more than willing to give you a match, but he will he will in a second he will get pissed off and pull some Suzuki shit on you and just go he'll go grab a chair and like the match is over. I'm just gonna beat the fuck out of you until they ring the bell. And then when the bell's done, I'm just gonna keep beating on you because I don't give a fuck. He's that kind of a wrestler. And let's face it, Braun Strowman thinks he's that kind of a wrestler, but no, he wouldn't. He wouldn't be able to hang. I'm sorry, folks. He he would he would be the one receiving those hands. 
<laughs> to put it in perspective to some WWE fans, maybe those who watched the the Andre the Giant documentary uh, from back in April, it's kind of that sim- similar style of Andre the Giant versus Big John Stud. Big John Stud thought he was the biggest monster in, in, in the ring, the biggest motherfucker, if you will, and Andre told him he wasn't. <laughs> he had a problem with it. <laughs> I again I, for anyone saying anything I, you want want to bash me I'm not saying that Bad Luck Fale is as good as Andre or anything like that I'm not, no I'm not, I'm not, not saying that either no but it's that same situation where you think you're the biggest baddest dude big guy in in the wrestling business prove it to me yeah because you're not going to you can't <laughs> there's no doubt about it Braun Strowman is a big dude he's huge you know he he used to be a, a weightlifter and all that stuff and blah 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 blah. In the ring, he's terrible. He's absolutely <laughs> terrible. To the point that even Brock Lesnar decked him in the face with combo because he's terrible. He's terrible. Brock Lesnar's got nothing on Bad Luck Fale as far as wrestling ring is concerned. And Bad Luck has that mentality of, you know, that old school mentality where if you fuck up, I'm going to make you feel it. <laughs> and that's... We fantasy booked stuff like this before, and that's what that's what Braun Strowman needs. He needs uh, an ass whooping like that. All right, I, I got another one. I'm, I'm gonna keep going. Let's keep 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 going. I've got Show and Yo Rapungi oh, 3K, and, one of my favorite tag teams right now. And I, and I'm gonna pit them against. And and here's where I'm gonna let you take over for this one because I I could go either way, but they're gonna face. Any two members of the Shield. If I had to pick, it would be Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose. I think that makes the most sense. Look, I, I like I like Roman Reigns, I do. But out of out of the three members of the Shield, he's he's definitely the worst. <laughs> so <laughs> you're third place with three you know, out of three participants. Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose, man, at their best, will put on a, a hell of a match. And I, I like this because you have Sho and Yo, who are obviously junior heavyweights in New Japan Pro Wrestling. They're smaller guys, although Sho's, like, he, every time I see him, he's, like, bigger and bigger each time. You have you have a, a tag team here that is not, that that is accustomed to being in the ring with bigger guys. We've seen them take a beating before, mm-hmm. and they're really good sellers. My God, <laughs> are they great at selling it. Having said that, they have this this great mentality. Like, it's one of those those great storytelling, in-ring storytellings, where even though they're taking a beating, which I think they would from Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose, they are so good at just absorbing it and then still overcoming it all and being able to put on these great moves, do these great moves, and still put on a great match. And I think that's that's the key here. I, I don't think, one, you have a lack of cruiserweights that would be able to hang with Shonyo at this point. And then, and then, but then two... It makes it makes sense because it, that's kind of the style, especially here in the, in the states. That's kind of been their style since they were the Tempora Boys, where it's adversity, man. It's been it's it's been every time their backs are against the wall, it's like they they have this fire in them. Those goddamn teriyaki yeah, boys. Those goddamn teriyaki boys. Good old Jr. <laughs> once said. <laughs> Tell Jim Ross what happened to you. But yeah, man. Like I again, Roman Reigns is out. You can put him in another match for all I care. I am going to put him in another uh, match. Okay, you got him in another match. Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose versus Rapongi 3K. <sighs> Done. Thank you for supporting the 20 by 20 crew and our YouTube exclusive media 
entitled The Following Contest. To listen to the other half of this episode, please visit our YouTube channel, 20x20crew.com slash podcast slash YouTube. You can catch us on Instagram at instagram.com slash 20x20crew. You can catch us on Twitter at 20x20crew. You can catch us on Facebook, facebook.com slash 20x20crew, facebook.com slash groups slash 20x20talk, or you can visit our website 20x20crew.com. And until next week, we will see see you in in the the ring. ring.